1: hearts of men. The shadow knows. (laughs) Once again, we bring you the thrilling adventures of the shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. Your Red Cross gift provides miracles every day. Give gladly. Help the Red Cross continue these miracles of health-giving and life-saving in our community. With your gift, you rob earthquake, fire, and flood of their distress. You feed the starved. You curb disease. You prevent disease. You give comfort to disabled veterans. You make human miracles possible every day. When your neighbor, a volunteer Red Cross miracle worker, comes to call at your home, unlock your door open your heart and let her tell you of the tremendous work done by the Red Cross. Let her show you that your gift will do to help alleviate human suffering. Give now, give gladly to your 1949 Red Cross Fund. And now, The Shadow. The Shadow, who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, Wealthy young man about Tom. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, unto death do us part. March night, two years ago, a heavy set man with a deeply scarred face stands outside the window of a hunting lodge looking in at a blonde woman dressed in green lounging pajamas. After a moment, the heavy set man turns and walks to the door of the lodge. A cruel grin plays on his face as his fingers grip the steel handle of the automatic in his pocket. looking at you through the window. Who, who are you? You're expecting somebody, huh, Mrs. Ames?
2: You know who I am.
1: Sure. Lou Ames' wife. My star. Too bad Luke can't trust her. Lou goes out of town and right away You're one went. of
2: Lou's spies. Get out of here. Get...
1: But you're going to ask me in, Mrs. Ames?
2: Take your foot away from that door. Yeah.
1: When I finish what I come up here for.
2: If you don't leave me alone, I'll call the police.
1: Go ahead, Mrs. Zarek. You do that. You call I'm
2: not joking. Either you get out of here or... What? Why did you do that?
1: Nice-looking dog. Why? Too bad Luke can't trust her.
3: Vince, break down. Have one with me.
1: Lou doesn't like me mixing business with pleasure, Mrs. Ames.
3: I told you, Vince, there was still Fay to you.
1: And so you said, Mrs.
3: Ames. It used to be Fay before. You're
1: married to Lou now.
3: Lou! Lou! Is that the only word you know? Did you get caught following him around like a dog? The
1: guy's been good to me, and he's done all right by you, too.
3: Vince, I want to tell you something about Lou.
1: I'm listening.
3: I made a mistake, an awful mistake, Marin Lou.
1: You're breaking my heart, Mrs. Ames. Lou operates the biggest gambling joint in the state. You get everything you want. I don't see you crying over all the things you got.
3: It's an Ben. I'm afraid. I'm scared to death. Of what? Lou. You know what happened to his first wife two years ago? She
1: had it come and faint around like that.
3: Then Lou did kill her.
1: I didn't say that.
3: The police couldn't prove it, but now I know he did. I have the letters.
1: Letters? What letters are you talking about?
3: They were in his desk in the next room. Tonight, I forced open the desk. Those letters were written to Claire, his first wife, from someone named Sid. That's why Lou killed Now, him. look,
1: Lou was 200 miles away from the lodge when his first wife was yeah, shot. Yeah, but he
3: had someone do it for him. Vince, I married a killer. You're letting
1: your imagination run away with you, Mrs. Ames.
3: Vince, you got to help me. Get
1: your hands oh, off. Vince,
3: please, if ever I'm in anything, do you? <laughs>
1: Ames entertained like I told you to? I guess I'm not much on entertaining, though. She don't look bored. Uh, Had a good night at the club. Seventy-five thousand. Seventy-five. That's a nice take. Even better... Even skip it, Vince. Hey, thank Vince for keeping such good care of you tonight.
3: Thanks, Vince.
1: It's okay, Mrs. Ames. Good night. Good night, Bay, ain't she
3: going to kiss me? Why, oh, sure. Sure, Lou. You didn't give me a chance to... what? <gasps> You little sneak. Lou, why did you do that? Where are they? Lou, so what's the matter? Where'd what... you put them? So I don't know what you're talking At about. The, uh, where are they? My... you don't
1: tell me so, help me, I'll break it. Oh, please. The letters. What'd you do with them? Lou, I, I swear I don't
3: know what you're talking about. You got
1: told. those letters from my dad. No. You come out of there, didn't you? Didn't you?
3: Yes. Oh. Yes, I did. I only stop. Stop. Uh,
1: out of that desk. Why'd you take those letters? I... I was just curious. You get me those letters back right now.
3: All right, Lou. All right.
1: From now on, you keep that pretty nose of yours out of where it doesn't belong. From now on, Faye, you just remember this. Curiosity killed more than one
3: You've got to help me. My husband's planning to kill me the same way he killed his first wife. Please
1: never prove that your husband did that, Mrs. Ames.
3: The case is still listed as unsolved, isn't it, Lamar? I know that, Miss Lane. Mr. Cranston, I read that you were on the case two years ago. That's why I came to you.
1: When did the incident with the letters occur? The
3: last Tuesday night when Lou came home from the club. He hasn't had a word to me about it since, but I know what he's thinking. Last Tuesday? Oh, that's five days ago.
1: Yes. Why don't you wait until now to see me, Mrs. Ames?
3: Well, Lou hasn't let me out of his sight. I was afraid to phone you. He was called out of town on business an hour ago. Out well,
1: of town on business? It's the same way the night Claire Ames was killed. That was Lou's alibi.
3: Yes, the same way now. Mr. Cranston, you can believe what I tell you. He did kill her or had her killed. His assistant, Vince, admitted as much. Mr. Cranston, isn't there some way you can have that case reopened?
1: Only with sufficient evidence.
3: Those letters. Maybe there's something in them you could use. You
1: have to see them first.
3: I saw him put them in the living room safe when I gave them back. If we can... Come on, Linda. James,
1: look out. How's Mrs. Ames, Margaret?
2: The doctor said it was just a flesh wound, Lamont. Lucky thing, you pushed her in time. The doctor gave her a tablet so she'd sleep for a while. Where is she? In the library. What did Commissioner Weston say, Lamont?
1: Naturally, he said it would have been a great thing if I'd caught Mrs. Ames' would-be killer. Weston said I had lead in my shoes.
2: I'd like to see him do better. What about the bullet slug you took out of the molding?
1: Weston's having a ballistical check made. said he'd call me as soon as he had a report. Hello? Cranston, Weston. Oh, speak of the devil. What's that? Skip it, Commissioner. I just got the ballistic report on that slug. Anything worthwhile? Plenty. That bullet was fired from a .45, probably a Colt. And get this, Granston. It was fired from the same gun that killed the first Mrs. Ames. Ah. We're picking up Lou Ames just as soon as we can lay our hands on him. I'll keep you posted, Granston. Thanks, Commissioner. Thanks a lot. Well, Lamont. Margo, the bullet fired at Fay Ames here tonight matches the bullets which killed Claire Ames two years ago.
2: And that proves she's right about her husband's intentions.
1: So it seems, Margo. But just as soon as she wakes up, we'll take her home.
2: Lamont, we can't
1: do that. Lou Ames. She won't have to worry about Lou. Weston's having him picked up for questioning He
2: won't
1: try anything now that he's... Maybe that's Mr. Weston going back. Hello. Vermont Cranston. Yes, who's this? I thought maybe you'd like to talk to me. Well, what do you want to talk about? A gun. Are you interested? Depends on the gun. A forty-five Colt. Yes, I'm interested. It's for sale. How much? Especially you, Cranston. Oh, sounds like a real buy. Where's your bargain basement? Entrance, Pier 23. I'll be open for business in two hours. 10.30. Pier 23, 10.30. How will I know you? You won't. I know you. Now, make sure minute. you come along. Otherwise, I don't ring up the sale.
3: Just a little while longer.
1: I gotta get back to the club, Mr.
3: Zane. Well, Lou might come back and try to kill me again.
1: You're a Lulu, you are, turning Lou into the cops.
3: But I told you on the phone he tried to kill me. you got to help me get away, Bunny. What are
1: you worried about? With every cop in town on his tail, Lou will never get within a mile of this house. Yes, yeah, sister, you're a peach.
3: Your own husband. Oh, Vince, please don't go. Please. Fine. <gasps>
1: so I don't want to frighten him off. Good luck, Lamont. Thanks. Don't turn around, Mr. I wouldn't think of it. Especially with that pressure I feel in my back. Oh, it's real smart here. Looking for someone, Mr.? Yes, it uh, it so happens. That's not time. continue, I was to meet a man here who had an item for sale. You got the fare? Don't waste any time. I deal in quick turnovers. let say see now. Usually do business face to face. I don't. And a hundred pack. You say... time to receive something in exchange for my money. It was the deal. Yeah, that's right. Deal's a deal. I got it for your right. In just a minute. You know, when I see someone in a garden carefully cultivating his tomatoes or something, I can't help wondering what this land of ours would be like if we all were equally careful about cultivating our children. For instance, suppose we inculcated a really deep feeling of sportsmanship in our youth, an attitude which would not tolerate unfair discrimination against minorities, which would demand that every man be allowed to speak his mind anytime, anywhere, within reason even if his views were not our own. Suppose we brought up our children to consider such things as casting their ballots wisely, serving on juries, and all such civic duties as sacred obligations to their own freedom. How close to perfection would our land become then? And it's not a mere dream, for little by little we approach it. But can our children be taught by words alone? Would those tomatoes I mentioned before grow full and firm merely because they were told to? Of course not. You have to destroy weeds and the worms. You have to take action. And so it is with the teaching of children. We must take action. We have to teach our children how to be good citizens by showing them ourselves, by undertaking all the obligations of good citizenship, by working at being good Americans. Back now to the shadow. To save the life of Mrs. Ames, wife of a gambling boss, Lamont had gone to a waterfront rendezvous. Margot was waiting in the car when suddenly she hears a shot. Lamont! Lamont! Over
2: here, Margot. Lamont, are you all right?
1: Yes, ma'am.
2: Oh, thank heavens, that shot, I thought...
1: This man stopped the bullet.
2: I'd better call
1: a doctor. The doctor won't help the man who had the gun for sale.
2: Who fired the shot?
1: No, uh, no idea. It came from nearby, and I dropped when I heard it. Uh, he's
2: trying to say something. Yes.
1: The gun. You... Yes, I have the gun. Oh, I. You're going. First I'm going to notify Weston, turn this gun over to him. Then I'm going to try to get a lead on Lou Ames' whereabouts.
2: Where do you expect to find that information?
1: Loose Gambling Club. An idea that Lou's Lieutenant Vince might be very helpful if I dropped in as the shadow. I'll go to my office. I don't want to be disturbed. Right, right, boss. Hello, Vince. What? I've been waiting for you. How'd you get in? where are you? Keep looking, Vince. What kind of a gag is this? No gag, Vince. I hear your voice, but I can't see. No one sees the shadow. Shadow? Yes, Vince. You and I are going to have a little talk. What do you want to talk to me about? Lou Ames. Where is he? Lou, I don't know. A man named Roxy was shot to death tonight at the waterfront because he was turning over evidence against Lou. You remember Roxy, don't you, Vince? Yeah, sure. Roxy used to work here. Lou killed him. You got it wrong. Roxy had a gun, Vince. And a ballistic test proved that the gun was the weapon which killed Claire Ames and nearly killed Fay Ames. It's Lou's gun. The license number proved that. You don't know what you're talking about. Lou hasn't carried a gun for years. Yes, because over two years ago, he conveniently reported it as stolen. Now tell me where is Lou Ames? I don't know. You're lying. I tell you, you got this all wrong. Lou couldn't have killed Roxy or took a flat shot at Mrs. Ames. He's not even in town. He is in town. Less than an hour ago, he tried to murder his wife in their apartment. A policeman on the beat heard her scream. Lou got away just in time. Now where is he? I don't know. I tell you, I don't know. I don't know. Hiding a murderer is a dangerous game, Vince. And if you're lying, you'll find that the shadow can play the most dangerous game of all and win. <laughs> drive
3: fast, Faye. Faye. Oh, Vince it's so good to hear you call me Faye again. Ever been so different when I'm with you. I'm not afraid anymore. Vince. Yeah? Do you still feel that way about me? I mean, like before I married Lou.
1: I guess I do, Faye. Luck, but I do. Oh, Vince,
3: we can go away while Lou will never find us. Where I'll be safe. We we'll just keep driving. I told you
1: before, lose my friend. Oh, listen to me, Vince. Just. I don't listen. want to hear any more of that crazy talk. You understand no more. All
3: right, Vince. All right.
1: Turn around and take me back to town. We're not going
3: back
1: to town. Hmm? I'm taking you up to Lou's lodge at Diamond Lake. What? Lou's waiting there for you. He's sent to bring you up.
3: Oh, Vince, you wasn't. Please, please, turn around. Don't take me there. He'll kill
1: me. Cut it out. I told you it's only your imagination.
3: heaven's sake, don't do this to me. I'll never come back alive. I said
1: cut it out. I got my orders from Lou. He sent the delivery to the lodge. That's where you're going. All right, Commissioner, thank you.
3: Any
2: luck,
1: Lamont? No, Margot. Weston's men have scoured the city, not a sign of Mrs. Ames. She just vanished into air.
2: Sure have, Margot.
1: Where are
2: we going?
1: Sometimes murder repeats itself in vicious ways and means. Taking a run up to Lou Ames' mountain lodge. Monotonous weather, huh, Fay? You've been sitting there all morning. Not a peep out of you.
3: Anything
1: to say, Lou? Why, sure. Sure, you can say I'm doing a good job cleaning this rifle. Hey, that reminds me, Faye. Today's the sixth of March. Just two years ago today, Claire died up here. I
3: know. Oh
1: yeah, I told you about that last night, didn't I?
3: Yes.
1: Yeah, just two years to the day. Funny thing they said the weather was bad that night. Just like it is now. Ah. Guns all clean. Hey, looks like the rain's letting up. Should clear off soon. And we'll go hunting. Fay. Yeah. I was thinking if either of us wanted to get rid of the other, it'd be a cinch to get away with it. We'll be out in the woods, not a soul within miles. And boom, a shot, and one of us is dead. (laughs) An accident. You know what I mean, Fay?
2: We can only get to her. Hurry the down
1: ripple. this hill.
2: Watch your step. All right. Ah! Oh, there she is, running across that clearing. Mrs. Ames,
1: over this way. She's
2: going to kill me. He's, He's going got... to kill me. On, look. There's a man coming out of the woods yes, behind
1: you me. I see you, Margaret. It's Lou Ames. He's ducking behind a tree. Stop him. Stop him.
2: He's got gonna... him. look. She's fallen to the ground. Come on, Margaret.
3: Mrs.
2: Ames.
1: Margo, she's dead. Hunter bagged his quarry, all right. Okay, okay, keep your shirt on. I'm coming. Quick, Vince, close the door. I thought you and Faye were up at the lodge. What are you doing back here? Faye's dead. What? She's dead. How? What happened? We were out in the woods. I had a gun. She got away from me. I chased after her. She screamed. That Cranston guy was up there. There was a shot. I saw Faye fall. I don't know how it happened. I didn't wait to find out. I just beat it. So Faye was right... Right. I didn't believe her. It's my fault. She's dead. I should have listened to her. Hey, what are you talking about? You killed her. No, it's no. But... the way you killed Claire. Oh, no, I swear I didn't... You want... rotten lot. But, listen, I didn't do it, but they won't believe me. I haven't got a chance. Cranston spotted me. Now, look, Vince, you're my friend. You're my best friend. That's why I came out here to your place. You can help me get out you're of here. You're not going anyplace, Lou. Vince. Some so. move this gun goes off, it goes off right in your face. Vince, what are you going to do? You killed Faye. Vince, look, I'll give you anything. I'll give you anything. You g- killed her. I'll, g- I'll give you the nightclub, everything. I'm going to give you something instead, Lou. Exactly what's coming to oh, you. Faye, when I'm the cops so- get here, they'll find you with a couple of holes no, in your No, no, Lou. Yeah. yeah, I had to protect myself. I shot, self-defense. Killing a wife, murderer. Yeah, that's a sure way of settling you, once and for all. That's really paying you off for what you did to Faye. so Wait. long. for Lou, this is where we say goodbye head. Somebody shot by him. I told you I'd be back, Vince. Shadow. And I told you I could play your game and win. Shadow, watch Lou try to make a run for it. No, him. Vince. Lewis is through running. you got to watch him. He's a killer. No, no, I didn't care. And you, Vince, you're going to murder the murderer, Why are not you? All right. All right, I was going to plug him. He was a nice kid. Really, Vince? And why did you kill her? What? Yes, Lou. He killed Faye, and he also arranged for your first wife's murder. That's a lie. Two years ago, Clearings was killed because you wanted Lou out of the way, Vince. You wanted to take over the club for yourself. You planned it so the murder would fall upon him, but it didn't work out. Lou had too good an alibi. You're lying. You don't know, what you're You and Roxy about. passed the murder gun under Cranston to cinch the case against Lou, and then killed him to keep him quiet. You waited and tried the same thing with the second Mrs. Ames with the same gun, the one you stole from Lou. You don't know what you're talking about. They were shot this afternoon up in the mountains. I haven't been out of this house all day. Wasting your breath, Vince. I know when you return to this apartment. What? You got back here from the lodge just a few minutes before Lou did. And it was him. He did kill Faith. No. No, you can't prove it. Oh, you thing. dirty... Lou, man, don't. My friend, my friend. Shut stop him. Why, this, this, you louse, is for Claire. Stop. Oh. And this, this is for Faith. Shut And this is for me. We'll oh. Now, come on, get up. All right, Lou. Let this stinking around. I right, said so that's enough. Let him go. I'll handle it from here. Okay, okay, it's all yours. I just want to see gets what's coming to him. Don't worry about that, Lou. Vince will get everything that's coming to him. Every single vote. Well, Margo, Vince made a full confession. He was the one who shot for Ames outside the lodge.
2: And he did kill
1: Claire Ames two years ago? No, but he hired Roxy to do the job for him.
2: Mm. Lamont, what made you suspect, Vince?
1: Well, Margot, we knew that Roxy was killed by a thirty-eight caliber gun. While I waited for Vince in his office as the shadow, I found a thirty-eight in his desk drawer. That coupled with Vince's being heir to Lou's gambling throne gave me a solid combination of suspicions.
2: Well, Lamont, you didn't tell me about the gun in Vince's desk.
1: Didn't
2: I? You know very well you didn't. Why did you withhold that information from him,
1: LeBron? Well, frankly, Margot, I was saving it for the end. The end? And, as they say in the storybooks, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> is nearly here and many of our listeners will be getting out their gardening tools, their overalls or shorts to again try their hands at raising their own vegetables. For most of us, gardening is an enjoyable hobby and it certainly is a great thrill to see the results of your work come out of the ground right before your eyes. In other lands, many people will also be watching their spring planting grow. CARE, the cooperative for American remittances to Europe, proposes to help meet that need with their new vegetable seed package. It contains 28 varieties of vegetables. In order for families in Europe to start planting, you should order the Care Seed Package right away. Total cost, with delivery guaranteed, is $4. Send your orders to Nonprofit Care, 50 Broad Street, New York, and help a family help themselves. Now, again, The Shadow. story is copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications Incorporated. All names and places are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Listen again next week, same time same station, when the shadow will again demonstrate that the weight of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> Same time, same station, we bring you another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadows during battle against the forces of evil. The part of the Mount Castle was played by Brett Morrison, Margo by Grace Matthews. This program came to you from New York. Stay tuned now for Quick as a Flash. This is the Mutual Don Lee Broadcasting
0: System. Hindi cinemaka, Subse Blockbuster, Hoga Entertainment. Of Karan Joha, Aishman Karana, or Manish Paul Host Karenge, Film Fair Kishandara, Film Fair Kim Manch Par Honge, Rambir Kapoor, Karina Kapoor Khan, Karti Karyan, Varundhavan, Janvi Kapoor, or Sara Ali Khanke, electrifying performances. To Hojayitayar for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat Tourism on Sunday, 18th February, 9 p.m. Unlyon ZT.